0: welcome to the paragold podcast this is jared pickney and today i'm joined by kenny ford and beth ford and we are in your house bill we are in my house on main street yeah. in paragold there's some construction our, our floors are literally being tore apart at the crossing right it's now. it's very loud in there it is very very loud and so we moved in here and um man really glad to be able to be with both of you, Kenny and Beth, thanks for making the time to be here. Yeah, Thank you. glad to be Thank here. You. Build a nice house. <laughs> it is sure. a nice house, man. It really is. It's it really It's the all American home. That's man. right, Main Street Paraglese. <laughs> Got the Christmas <laughs> decorations, everything going on, man. It's Great. awesome. Um, so last week we had Bryce and Heidi Anderson on. Bryce and Heidi are friends of mine and um, they moved here from Nebraska. And I think originally they were like, hey, we're just going to be there 12 to 18 months, little small town, you know, America, and then we're going to move somewhere else, maybe to bigger and better things, or back home with the family, all of their biological families in Nebraska. And yet, you know, they talked about here they are now, 16 years later, and this is home for them. Um, y'all have a similar story in the fact that you're not from here, a little bit closer than Nebraska. You're from West Memphis, but you decided to move to Paragold, start a company, State Farm, and... Um, You raised a family here, and now your boys are grown up, and they have kids, and y'all are still here. And so I'm interested in just hearing your story as someone who's come from the outside and moved here and made it home, and you've invested in the city and made it a better place. Um, I'm curious. Can you tell me a little bit about just where y'all come from and and how you ended up here, and then just maybe a little bit about what that journey and experience has been like?
1: Sure. you want me to go first? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We are both from West Memphis, and... um our families knew each other, uh, but I will clarify that I did not know Kenny growing up. He was, still is, three years older than me, and um, <laughs>
0: two and a half. <laughs> yeah, don't be trying to add anything to it.
1: But I, I was friends with his younger brother, and so I knew who he was. I knew who Kenny was, but we didn't know each other. So um, my mother taught him in school and yeah. um, knew him, you know, from that angle i guess but um yeah west memphis was actually a great place to grow up um you know we we had great uh, friends there still we uh, had a great childhood um got married moved to memphis and then that's when we started to branch out and look uh for something else
0: how long were y'all in memphis for
2: we lived in memphis about five years okay yeah and uh and I've worked for State Farm when I got out of college. We both graduated from Memphis State, and I was actually working at Graceland.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's home, what... <laughs> home
2: of the king, baby. Would you say that you're one of the biggest Elvis fans? Oh, I don't know about that. I would say no. Those are. They, I will tell you you're the biggest
0: unit. Elvis fan that I know.
2: Okay, well, I'll take it. <laughs> no, I do like Elvis, but I, I was working there. I had a friend of mine that actually uh, he ran the uh, – it was called the Burger Shop and then the Ice Cream Parlor right across the street from the mansion. Is it still there? It's well now. It's it's there. Still is a burger shop and an ice cream parlor, but now Graceland runs it. Back in huh. nineteen eighty six, eighty seven, uh, it was still owned. the The building was owned by Graceland, but they leased it out to individuals. And what did you do at
0: Graceland? I mean, you
2: were there. I scooped ice cream and cooked hamburgers. Did you really? <laughs> yes. I would get out of class at Memphis State, come over. You yeah. know, one or two afternoons a week. I didn't work full time there, but just occasionally I would work over there with a buddy of mine, and yeah. And we would just, you know, serve hamburgers and, and ice cream to all the all the visitors. Is Elva still alive? No. Okay. But, I figured he, if but anybody he could debate knew, you huh?
1: though? He could debate with yes. you and and say that he is.
2: I did he, read all the books. You did? <laughs> did you want him? You want him to be alive? Didn't well, you, you know, I, I knew. I actually had lunch with his embalmer. Did so, you really? So that sort of <laughs> took the, took the mystery out the of it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you had lunch with his embalmer? Yes, yes. He was just, you know, a guy. He was actually a good friend of a, of a coworker of mine when I handled claims. I, like I said, when I got from Memphis State, I started working for State Farm immediately. Well, about a month later. Uh, there in South Haven, uh, just right down the road from Graceland, actually, from Haven. And uh, at that time, it kind of leads to our story how we got to Paragould. I, I kind of knew I wanted to be a State Farm agent, but to be one at that time, you had to be an employee for a minimum of five years. Okay. And so that's where I put in my five years. And after the five-year mark, that's when we started looking around. and uh, And as openings would come up, we would go to different towns. Beth and mm-hmm. I, we'd load up our boys, Chris and Carter, and they were four at the time. And we would go to, we went to Dyersburg. We went to Mayfield, Kentucky. had opportunities in Memphis, oh, wow. Fort Smith, mm-hmm. uh, different areas would come up. And, and somebody told me just one of our sources that Paragord was going to become available. Had you heard of Paragord at that point? I had never been to Paragord. Neither one of us had ever been to Paragold at that time.
1: We haven't. My parents, my mother's from Walnut Ridge. My dad is from Mark Tree, so they knew a lot uh-huh. about Paragold, and, and your parents did as well. But So yeah. Paragold
0: comes on the radar, and you just, what do you do? Just like, well, let's just go visit the city? Yeah. That's what yeah. we did. Saturday And that morning. was what, wow, what was what year? 1992. 1992. So first impression well, of Paragold. First
2: Well, our first impression, the first thing we did, it was lunchtime when we got here, and we went
0: to Burger King. Did you? Which (laughs) is
1: still in the same location. Yeah. You know, it's the same spot. That'll tell
0: us a lot about the city right here. That's a good BK.
1: The second stop was Walmart. That's where you always go, right? And the Walmart. Yeah, (laughs)
0: absolutely. Which was in, I guess, where Belk is now. Right down
2: from Belk.
1: Yes. Wow.
2: And we walked around there, and and, uh, just, you know, yeah, I mean, if you want to know uh, the flavor of the city that that really gave it to us and we would do that in every town <clears throat> and but we went to Walmart and and Beth reminded me I guess you could tell Jared it might have been Jared by it the way It could
1: have been Jared yeah <laughs> it might have been um we were coming in. Let out. me hear the
0: story first and I'll tell you <laughs> if it's possible.
1: So, this was back. I think they did have the popcorn and stuff and drinks maybe inside. Yes, and I don't Slurpees know. Slurpees
0: and all that. Yes. Or slushies, but they're called. We came
1: out and there, there was a machine. For whatever reason, we were going to get something out of the machine and it wouldn't, we put our money in, wouldn't come out, you know, and mm-hmm. just. So, we went on and we were walking out to our car and all of a sudden there's a little one behind us like tugging on your shirt, I think. And he was like, Mr. He was like, Here's your Coke. It came out after you left. That was
0: probably not me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I thought, wow. Like, you know, that that kind of stuff just doesn't happen every day. And and living in Memphis and, you know, we... I didn't see that a lot. So um, it really warmed our hearts, didn't it? That,
0: yeah, it, it did. The power was, of simple generosity. Yeah. Man. Think about how much it could have possibly changed the course of so many so things. Right. It Made have. a huge impression. At that time, it had just gotten to the point where, and and
2: and this is, I, I don't know, I, Beth wouldn't even go to Walmart by herself or the mm-hmm. grocery store by herself mm-hmm. and where we lived at mm-hmm. that time. Uh, and And here, we were like, wow, this is, in a good way, this is like, 10 or 20 years ago yes in all the right ways yes and uh and that caught our attention just immediately about Paragold. and uh yeah. yeah but we the went, friendly city yeah, the friendly, friendly city, city yeah. yeah and 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 went around and you're like man the
0: billboard's true yeah.
2: <laughs> you're sitting there holding your drink <laughs> yes
1: <laughs>
2: yeah but we did we would always go and look at churches and and of course we could only drive by them because it would always be a sure. saturday and uh and i like golf so we would always drive by yes. and see what kind of golf course or courses there were yeah. uh, and where, where, where there were there many people there and so we did those things and and yeah just uh went downtown walked around the shops walked in the shops talked to the store mm. you know the shop owners not saying hey this yeah. is who we are this right. is what we're doing but yeah. just making conversation people were always friendly and yeah it, it just really made a, an impression on us i said this is an opportunity that we think, uh, yeah, is for us.
0: So what did that process look like? I guess you all just at that point, what did you do? What was the process of getting the business started and moving here?
2: Well, uh, I uh, contacted – there was – I wasn't the only one to apply for it. Oh, okay. there was a lot of. Okay. this was ended up being. I wasn't the only one, and Beth huh. and I weren't the only people who thought that highly of Paragord. It was one huh. of the most sought after agencies around. Really, mm-hmm. uh, Paragord, Arkansas. Yes. You think just for the reasons that you mentioned? I think so. I think it just a, you know, small enough to be friendly, but not so yes. small that there's and, nothing. Uh, right. You got to drive thirty
0: minutes to go get. Yeah, whatever. Yeah,
2: still mm-hmm. good schools and families and yes. and and churches and organizations and. And, and, and just different activities, civic clubs. You know, we asked about those, and we talked to a real estate agent. Just, you know, on a Saturday that was working, and just asked how the market was, and you know, were, was there a demand? Were people moving into town or out of town? Is this a growing community, or are people trying to get out? And mm-hmm. you know, and we it,
1: became friends with with the real estate agent. It was neat. You know, it wasn't just um, that business relationship. We became friends with her, and and still keep up with her she's she's moved out of the city but um it's just that kind of stuff yeah. like i said the friendly city it was um the personal side of it he had business stuff of course that he had to go through personal side um i was working for mbc bank i think at the time in memphis and he came up here one day to look at a few rental properties and there were very few at that time i huh. mean Especially
2: Look. in the city, there were some out. in the hmm.
1: Yes, and I was like, "No, in the city, I don't want right. to live out outside." The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so
0: you weren't ready to get any like goats and chickens and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: correct. And so when when he gets home that night and he's telling me about him and the one that he thinks that probably will work for us, I'm like, "Okay, does it have a dishwasher?" <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I don't know if it does or not. You know, I said, "Where's the washer and dryer? Where's that?" You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Beth. I'm sure it's there. <laughs> like, you know, so get there. No dishwasher. Oh, you that's know. awesome. Washer and dryer is outside in the car. Y'all had like yeah. moved there? <laughs>
0: Or this is like just when it was like a potential no, house. Oh, I had already rented it. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Well, good deal. Yeah, That's Yeah, so um, needless to say, I like this guy a little bit because, you know, yeah, I yeah. just following him to live wherever, you know. Like, like we're gone, going whatever.
0: to Mayberry. Everybody hangs right. their laundry up on <laughs> clothesline right. right And we yeah. did have a
2: clothesline out back. <laughs> yeah, in really. fairness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was a nice stain on the pink shag carpet in the master Correct. bedroom, too. Correct, yeah, so... so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, crazy times, and we look back actually some of the best times when it. It, it was. was, oh, it was great. That was in '92. Was, mm-hmm.
0: was it difficult getting that that business started? Like most businesses, was it kind of like feast or famine in that world, or? Well, it, it's a lot of it's, you
2: know, I, I say I, I compare it to if if you want to dig ditches, you better hit the shovel in the ground a lot of times, or mm-hmm. uh, if you want to get a lot of base hits in baseball, you better go to the plate a lot of times and yep. not let failure. Yes. Uh, say you well, and it, it was just sales. And, and uh, actually, what it looked like was Beth and I were the, she, it was the two of us, and I had one part-time person that I hired, and wow. we rented an office downtown next to McCarroll's uh, by the Collins Theater there from Donna's Hamilton. And I, it was funny, Donis. I remember he... Donis, my boy. <laughs> he said, that's the bandy building. It, but, but he rented it to me, and I'll never forget it. It was $265 a month, mm-hmm. and he was right there where the, uh, the bank owns it now mm-hmm. uh, when, when his office was down there. And Donis looked at me, and he couldn't have been any more friendly. He said, I'll tell you something, you'll never make it.
1: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. He, he said, we've got some really good insurance companies in town and and and, 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 and the junk and, and i don't and yeah that's not the sure yeah yeah was he was just telling you country. what he honestly that, thought was the that's truth he's probably
0: trying to help you out like. right you moved your
2: wife your there, family yeah. here your kids yeah. there wasn't anything even negative as oddly as it yeah. sounds it was yeah. you know it was just was that motivation it very much was yeah but uh but yeah beth and i we uh, course, I that actually was wasn't even,
1: yeah, going to work in the office because I had been working. I thought, okay, the the boys uh, they were going to go to pals one day a week, two days a week, right. something like that. And um, and so then it was within the first month that he was like, "How often can the boys go to pals?" Like, you know, and I yeah. said, "Why are you asking?" And so I was in there, ended up five days a week for. Years. It, yeah, yeah. Within yeah. the I first
2: mean, month, it went to two days a week, to three days a week, to five days a week by the time the month was up. Man, what a test yeah. of the
0: marriage, too, right? Yeah. It's like there's no breaks. Like, we're together and 24-7. That's right. We're going to make this thing work. Was, yeah. yeah,
2: and it was fun. It, you know, it uh, really was. It was. I mean,
0: it was, uh, I don't,
2: I mean, she you would start seen? at one end of the phone book, and I would start at the other, we'd meet in the middle. Really? And it would take us about three months, maybe, to get there and then we would go back and I, we would flip flop and she would start the wow. and I would start mm-hmm. it, and and we would go and meet in the middle again and just call people, call people, call people, ask them if we could quote their insurance. And the yeah. rest is history, right? And that's it. That's, that's awesome. Also. It's just hard work.
0: But. It's hard work, man. We were talking about this the other day. I can't remember. It was someone in our church who got in on this new uh, business deal or whatever and they were sharing with us how you're going to make this money and it was like, hey, look, guys, if it's if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Like, because I've never heard of anybody. It's like, here's how to easy money. There's no such thing as like easy money or like anything worth having. Like, it takes risk and it takes hard work. It takes effort. And I mean, your story is just the same way. Of like, no, we didn't show up and just had our plates full. You know, it's like, no, we had to make it happen. Right. You know, a lot of grace and a lot of grit as well. Right. That's right. Oh yeah. A lot of failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's huge, right? Like, you can't be afraid of failure. I and mean, that's one of the big reasons why most people don't start a business or maybe move into a career where they're like, you know, I'd really like to do that. But, like, the fear of failure keeps them from doing it.
2: That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot sure. of rejection. Well, I mean, look, at Major League Baseball, I tell people when I interview them to hire, I compare it to baseball players. You know, the guy that is in the Hall of Fame, the greatest hitter ever, got out more than he got on. Yes. You know, he, he
0: – that's the way it works, and that's yeah. the way – Business works or anything in life. Anything in life yes. works. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And when y'all moved here, so you said 92, right? It'll be 29 years here in a couple of weeks, actually, yes. that we moved. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. weekend. Wow. Yeah. Happy so. early anniversary. Yeah. I was 27. <laughs> Beth had just turned 25. And Chris yep. and Carter were four. That's crazy. It is really crazy. And you got, you guys begin to get pretty involved in the city, too. Like, So I have an image in my mind of you sitting on the bench uh, for the Paragold Lady Rams so how did that and that was like in the good run right yeah yeah, oh, so yeah that's ha- how did that happen
2: well we're new to the city right right we went to church and the and and kevin gill coach gill uh is from marion
0: okay i didn't know that and he's
2: a few years older than i am i'm not sure exactly how much older three or four or five years older than i am <clears throat> and kevin was at the same church and he was the only person that i even knew of in and yeah, we knew
1: zero yeah
2: and, and he was just – he did not not have an assistant coach at the time. And, and I don't know exactly how it evolved. I've never went to practices. Just We just became friends. And, uh, and he asked me or I asked him – I'm not even sure. It's probably me asking him to just sit on the bench with him during games just to be a pair of eyes for him just hmm. since he was the only uh, coach and just to help maybe keep a scorecard or something. I don't know. But just to, to be there to bounce ideas off of or just – you know, if I observe something to mention it, and yeah, I, I sat there for two years, and. Uh,
0: in the glory years. Of, in the glory
2: years, yeah. yeah. Mandy, it was Mandy Cox was the point guard, if you remember, and Gretchen. Oh, absolutely. Gretchen Greer now. Yes. Uh, Gretchen yeah, Ford, Gretchen Ford yeah Yeah. Um, Sonia Reddick, I remember. I mean, I remember. Uh, but oh, yeah. We
1: still see so many of those girls. It's so neat. And Mandy, baby, she babysat the boys. What two summers? At least mm-hmm. two summers, I think. And then connecting with Gretchen again in the last few years, yeah. you know, it's been really neat. you know, That's really cool. And
0: you worked some with the school, right? Was it? Did I dream that? Like with the dance team, or I
1: did. I something. worked with the dance team. Um, Kevin's wife, Jill, she was the sponsor. Oh, cool. And yeah. so we were friends, and so um, I helped with that in and. Um, Still talk to those girls. It's really neat, you know. Yes. The boys would come along and and with me, and and they're four and five, and and they'll just cringe if I say this, but they would be dancing on the sidelines <laughs> imitating the girls, and and they were so cute. But um yeah, those were some fun years, some good years. So yeah, and Beth, and
2: Beth wouldn't say it, but she was a rebelette at old miss when she was in college there so i
1: followed my older older brother to old miss really enjoyed it i was there two years and then transferred to memphis and you were on the
0: dance team there right yes so yeah you were bringing all this wisdom with you oh yeah
1: such wisdom yeah (laughs) dancing wisdom
0: (laughs) that's right um you know there's a theme with y'all and with the anderson's i'm thinking about whenever they were here last week because um they're, they're very well connected in the city. And I just think of how so many people in our country right now are lonely and, like, not connected at all. And, like, a theme I hear from y'all and from them is that, like, they didn't just sit back and be like, well, you know, somebody come be our friend. Like, somebody come mm-hmm. welcome us, you know, treat us good and all that. It's like, like y'all went out and you said, like, we're going to get involved. And that takes even risk. And you got to be vulnerable and be willing to be rejected and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, we're just going to step right in it. You know, and the worst worst that can happen is someone can say no, we don't want you here, whatever else. But until that happens, we're going to try, mm-hmm. and it pays off.
2: Yeah, and of I'll say, if if you want an opportunity to do that, Paragould, you couldn't find a better place. That was one thing we mm-hmm. that that just really has always stood out to us about Paragould is that if you want to be involved, you're welcome with open arms. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember going to Kiwanis. I've been in Kiwanis ever mm-hmm. since going to the chamber of commerce i was on the christmas parade committee immediately uh mike gaskell our former mm-hmm. mayor he was still uh, managing the grocery store at the time uh, but he was the chairman of that committee and you talk about fun i mean those were fun times the the uh, collins theater was right next door they let me be on their board just almost you know within a year or two i i want to say and and just always not like an outsider either you are mm-hmm. always just welcomed and uh, you know, hey, take part. We're all working together in the same direction. You know, let's as Houston Nut would say, let's pull the rope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't let whatever he said. I don't remember now. Yeah. What would uh, what would the
0: podcast be without a Houston Nut reference? That's you right. Know? Hey, you know, what do
2: you? We can move a mountain together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a motivator, man. I remember my buddy uh, Darren, who's from Paragol, played football for him. Um, uh, he came up to us after a game because so I was back I guess it was like in a locker room area or whatever and he came up to my buddy Darren he was like fantastic job son and, you know it just this motivated deal and after he left Darren was like I promise he doesn't know my name <laughs> but like he just seemed like you know like he was just so with it man and oh, just charismatic no. and, yeah. yeah what would you, um I'm curious uh what do you think it is about you both of you you tend to just throw yourself in to say we want to serve we want to make a place better i remember the first time you know we actually got to know each other because we're part of the same church and i remember kenny your first sunday there you said like you walked in you're like oh, we're some of the oldest people in the room <laughs> you know and at first you're like we don't belong here but then you're like you know what like we could try to pour into these people you know rather than like showing up to church and being like all right how's everybody gonna serve us you know i'll be like well maybe we could serve them and like where do you think that came from for y'all of like this contributor mindset of let's try to make the place better, let's try to give ourselves away, let's try to serve?
1: Well, I th- our parents, for sure. I mean, my parents, I come from, re- they're retired school teachers, um, always doing something, Seem like, either at school or community. Now, I mean, they're 80 and they're still doing stuff at their church. And, mm. you know, just that example, and yours as well, the same, just being involved in community and
2: well and i'd say in fairness yeah. in the beginning it was the fear that donna's hamilton w- would be right yes <laughs> sure <laughs> so so it wasn't all selfless yeah all honesty sure. you know it was a lot of we better get involved and and, and yeah. meet people or become part yeah. or or we won't make it you yeah. know this is what is required we knew that we needed to and, yes. and hopefully that's changed as we've yeah. matured over the years and yeah. and it's not a necessity as much anymore i mean i feel like it it is a necessity sometimes that we think if we ever think we've got it made or that that it's time to be served instead mm-hmm. of to serve there's mm-hmm. really not much joy in that no, you absolutely. know kind of like mm-hmm. trying to live off of good memories that's no way to live if yes. you don't have something to look forward to and and we just, I think, recognize that. And I think a lot of that is faith and good teaching from yeah. from you and people like you yeah. and uh, r- just recognizing our purpose, you know, and it's not to be served. And uh, and so that's – and it's for joy. Even that's selfish in a way because that we, we just recognize that's where we find
0: Absolutely. joy. Well, Jesus mm-hmm. said that, right? It's better to give than receive. Sure. I mean, literally. I mean, so he's just telling you, like, hey, you want to be happy? Right, it's literally what the word it's more blessed, the markarios, it means to be happy, like and you know, I mean you've been studying the summer on the Mount. it's like you wanna be happy. Here's the way you live. So Jesus is not against happiness. He wants us to be yeah, happy. It's right. like you wanna be happy, wanna have joy, go serve others, right? <laughs> yeah. Rather than seeking to you know, be served by others. Um I'm curious, in this season of life, obviously your boys are out of the house, been out of the house for a while, have their own kids. What was that transition like for y'all? Um I'm just curious if you have, and obviously I don't ever give anybody questions before they come on here and they just kind of come to me, and I don't know if I've ever asked you all this, but I'd be interested in knowing. What advice would you have for people maybe who are in my stage of life who haven't quite transitioned there yet but are heading that direction? Um, yeah, in order to transition well, what advice would you give?
1: Well, I would just make sure that you um, you stay connected as a couple. I mean, it's, it's hard when you're raising kids, they're the focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so your time, you you know, you've mm-hmm. got less time. You've got, um, mm-hmm. but just staying connected. Mm-hmm. Um, he planned. You were always so good about planning stuff for for the two of us. Or. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was our boy, having two boys the same age and they were involved in the same activity. So we weren't going separate ways. Mm. And then we worked together. So we did have a lot of time together. But even in that, we could have focused on work so much or forgotten who Mm. we were together. Um, So you have to be intentional. Just yeah, intentional. That's um, and that's
0: something I've learned from y'all just from watching y'all are still intentional about that. Like, I know when I first met y'all, I was always impressed by how y'all run together or you found other things, golf <laughs> together or travel together, or just some mutual interest that you're like, we can do this together and be intentional about it, you know? Yeah, and, and I always
2: had the attitude and, and I don't know if it's politically correct, but I think it is correct. I think it's biblical, but... You're about mm-hmm. to tell me after I say this. I <laughs> Is that, you know, my, our priorities, I always said, you know, that other than God, that Beth was first yes. and then Chris and Carter Absolutely. were after that. And, and that that Beth and I are one. Yes. And, and our, you know, our job with Chris and Carter was to raise them and shoot them out as arrows into yes. the world and yes. hopefully be prepared to be Christian and head their own families. But that Chris and Carter, I don't think ever – had a doubt that they were not number one that's awesome and I think that's important you know for us I, I feel like it was you know that Beth was first in my life in my eyes and they were number two which is actually one of the greatest ways you can love them that's right and I told them after about that, keeping that priority. That's right. I, I think it did them a great service. I, I think their wives would, would tell uh, you that. Absolutely. Uh, that they still recognize that. But I said, after number two, there's nobody else even close to you guys. Yeah. I mean, you are number two, but yeah. there's not even a close yeah. third. That's good. You know, and, and I don't know. I, I feel <laughs> like it served us well to keep it that simple and that's awesome uh i don't know i think it was important i think but we've all we'd like each other we've always gotten along got <laughs> yeah. to, or I, kinda, I like her I anyway. like <laughs> <it too.
0: laughs> you might as well stick together you make yeah. this far right that's yeah. right that's awesome
1: you mentioned running and and that did become a way when the boys um were old enough to stay at home by themselves we would strike out running together and be gone for you know 45 minutes an hour or so until we Wanted to start going further and doing just, just
2: to get away from them. <laughs> yeah. hey I feel it, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> That's what it sounded yeah. like. And they'll listen to this hopefully one sometime. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> y'all have awesome boys then.
1: It kind of became our, you know, our date time. Just, I mean, when we were really busy with them and all the activities and yeah. not able to get away, at least we could get away for an hour and, you know, run or be together. And that developed into some great years of memories and. Um, and we can say something about your previous guest, Mark.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mark. he
1: he was really um, spe- he is special to us, but he was so uh, such an encouragement um, when we ran. And he was he's a great he was a great runner. And we um, had run a marathon, and it didn't go so well. It was hot. It was you know we just kind of it took forever and. Uh, We saw him, like, the next week, and um, he was like, I saw the times, and they weren't great. What was happening? And we were so discouraged, and he said, come run with me. Come Uh do the Memphis with me three weeks later, and we were like, no way. And he said, please, you can do this. Wow. And we did it, and we did a great time for us, and he was sitting there waiting on us. That's incredible. He's, you know, just really incredible. He loves people, and um, it was so good to hear him. You know, yeah, a couple Mark, weeks ago. Mark
0: Watson. He's a special yes. guy. Yeah, he really is. I'm glad that we had a chance to have him on the podcast and we've somewhat stayed connected and just uh, hear you even talk about, and I've heard him talk about how he used to run the marathons and was a good runner and now he's battling this illness, but then he writes a book called Joyous Leadership. It's like, man, yes. it's so easy for suffering to make you bitter. And for him, it literally just like it just made him better. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he just chose, like, no, I'm not going to look at this as just this curse from God or from life or whatever, but I'm going to make the best of it. And just to still have, like, gratitude and joy in your heart, Yes, that's special. So he we is. need more Mark Watson tonight. That's right. In we do. Our Amen. World yes. Amen. In our in life. <laughs> well, are you all ready for a little rapid-fire question? Shoot. Okay. Awesome. You nervous, Beth? No. I'll st- okay, good. I'm going to start with you, Kenny pull up my questions here so what is this might be the most difficult one you have to think about what is something that people often maybe either get wrong about you or don't know about you something that someone might get wrong about you or don't know about you and beth if you come up with an answer before him then you can share wow
1: about him or about Yeah, either
0: one. You can do that. Oh, you can have Madison No, I was going
1: to say about me. Yeah, like, go, for,
0: go for you. How about you? We'll
1: I'm not as nice as everyone thinks <laughs> I am. Oh, that's not true.
0: <laughs> She's the <laughs> nicest person
1: <laughs> I know. Nice oh, save. Oh, awesome. yeah.
2: Maybe people think I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
1: not. That's, a, that's hilarious.
0: That's awesome. All right, we'll go to number two. Uh, what is uh, your favorite movie um, or one of your favorite books? We'll start with uh, you this time, Kenny. Favorite well, movie or my favorite, favorite
2: movie, just because we just kept our granddaughters and she wanted to watch it over and over, and
0: she's five. Mm-hmm. It was Blue Hawaii. Blue <laughs> Hawaii, Presley. man! I've never watched it.
1: Raising a new generation oh, of absolute. Elvis fans, raise them
0: up in the way they should go, right?
1: Yeah, she. That's right. I mean, we. You know, I was like, "Did you put her up to this?" You know, and he was like, "I, I promise." Nothing. It's in the blood. And, yeah. Is, is that the best
0: Elvis movie? Well, there aren't a lot of They're good answers. So, like. <laughs> so we'll go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What about for you, Beth? Favorite movie or favorite book?
1: Wow, that is so hard. Um, it is hard. I mean, can I be cliche and say the Bible? Or can sure, I? Sure, you can this? say the Bible. I mean,
0: if that's your favorite, sure.
1: It is. Um, sac- I know
0: you're a student of it. So well,
1: and I guess secular wise, um, I just read the... The Nightingale, I think it's three or four years old, but okay. super good if anybody gets a chance to read that.
0: Okay. All right. Check. Uh, f- I do know the answer to this. Favorite band? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to go with Van Halen. <laughs> oh, is that a That's real answer? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. With I never uh, knew that. Yes. With, oh, uh, we love Van But Hale. with Sammy Hagar. Hagar. It's got to be Sammy uh, okay. Hagar. Okay. Yes. Is that yours, too? Van, sure H- Van Hagar. Hagar.
1: Oh, I love Van Halen, but... um favorite band right now i guess i i would still say Coldplay. i like okay them. Yeah. yeah they're excellent yeah pretty good you have a good taste in music
0: so. uh we'll start with you this time beth favorite meal favorite meal or favorite uh, food pizza gluten-free
1: well i don't i don't ever get to eat it anymore so i've got a say the great good
0: gluten-free pizza recipe seriously we make it like once a week
1: oh that's great i'll take it i'm just saying my favorite meal is just right good old pizza. right on yeah yeah, yeah.
0: What about you? Barbecue. (laughs) From? Oinkies. Oh. Love Oinkies barbecue ribs. So Megan and I went on a date night Friday night to Oinkies, and I took her to the table that has your son Carter (laughs) with uh, Mike Beebe. So, I guess. We hey. were there.
1: I took that picture. Yeah, You yeah. took that picture. Yes, I did.
0: Winkies <laughs> is famous, man. I mean, if people don't even know it here in Paragould. I was talking to someone recently that lives here in Paragould about Winkies and how they had some of the best ribs. And he's like, bro, if it's Paragould barbecue, I can promise you it's oh, some of the no. best. And I'm like, dude, like, we had um, uh, H.T. Yeah, H.T. Moore on here. So that Bill Clinton used to ask him to take ribs to the White House. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, Carter,
0: obviously, when he worked in politics, took my BB there. And. Yeah, there are pictures of Bill Clinton in the White House with oinkies yes. ribs. Yeah, yeah it's, it's there. I think it's on the same table with uh, yeah. your son and, and BB.
1: Well, and the granddaughter that we had this weekend, we drove through there, and she doesn't even like barbecue. And I was telling Kenny we drove away, and she wasn't even saying it to me. She said, wow, the car smells amazing. Like,
0: <laughs> it does. <laughs> that it oinky does. smell. We need to be yeah. getting some sort of royalties we do oinkies because this has been yeah, mentioned Yeah, we're plugging twice. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we need to have the owners of Winkies on sometime, see if they'll share their recipe. It's very good. It is. All right, uh, we'll start with you, Kenny. What's on your nightstand right now? My new Garmin watch. Ooh, (laughs) is that new? It is, dude. I love the Garmin.
2: Oh yeah. Not, not had that one fancy, that was,
0: but it's a, it's nice. No,
2: I had one that was twelve years old that the the uh, the class broke, yeah. where you could not attach a band to it again. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, at twelve years old, I'll take another one. Right on, mm-hmm. man.
0: They're a great watch. They are GPS, all great, of that great stuff. Great for golf. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal for golf for golfers like me. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> um, Beth, what's on your nightstand?
1: Chapstick and an old diffuser. I think is that what they're called.
0: Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, Were yeah. you going for like a book there? Yeah, no, whatever. Seriously, oh, okay. if you have a, do you have a book? I'm going with whatever's on your nightstand. Is there okay. a book on your yeah. nightstand. At the, a lamp
1: at, at the moment. Oh yeah, there's a lamp and there's a little watch holder and a napkin and a. Okay,
2: hey, that lets I, us into you know. your world. Yeah, I would like to say I'm I'll reading send a, a
1: picture. I mean, if yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need proof. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading a book about Vincent Van Gogh, and I just
1: say yes. really?
0: that
2: just to impress you. Well, I'm
1: impressed.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Is it interesting? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would not imagine that it would be. All right, so uh, two more questions. Start with you, Beth. Give us a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy. Just an ordinary moment in your life that brings you joy.
1: Oh, sitting on the couch with him watching one of our favorite shows.
0: That was my watching answer. Watching Blue Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, 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 that's your answer, too? That,
2: absolutely, that's my answer. Or just are wandering around aimlessly at a you know
1: he he's a shopper and he says that you're saying that we mm-hmm. we piddle more yeah. than we shop but i'm glad that he is but that's another way we kind of
0: you have a favorite store that y'all like to walk around in waste time in
2: well our granddaughters one of them asked what we were going to do now that the mall was closed because we would take them over there and just oh, walk yeah, up and down yeah. from Target to Dealers yep. and back and, and let the them ride the, the car up you know, to, yep. and, you know, We would waste an hour or two over there just walking around aimlessly, walking in stores <laughs> and riding cars. and
1: Letting them look around. So
2: <laughs> we missed the
0: old Jonesboro mall. It is. I know, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I have a thing for Lowe's. Sometimes I'm like, it'd be pretty nice to work at Lowe's. I think I could help people with light bulbs and mm-hmm. things like that. So Lowe's is cool i like those um yeah so y'all said the same thing last one we'll start with you kenny what is one thing that you are deeply grateful for right now in your life this season of life
2: well i mean the the first answer is best i mean it's i mean i and i mean that sincerely i mean i've always been grateful for Beth. i think um you know, I mean, I know that God gives us his presence, and that's a great gift, mm-hmm. the greatest gift he gives us. But I, I feel like, you know, that we were made one mm-hmm. when we married and that that he gave me Beth for a reason. And I can't mm-hmm. imagine what life would have been like without her and, and how much better it is with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I just think she's a special gift from God for me.
0: Yeah. Amen. What about you, Beth? I uh, mean, be, uh, besides Kenny, because you're going <laughs> to yeah. say Kenny, yeah, you better say me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
1: I would just say right now that it truly is um, the granddaughters are, or mm-hmm. they are true gifts. Yes. And, I mean, all grandchildren. But we just after having two boys and now we have four girls. It, it's a pretty fun time, you know. Yeah, I mean. We do get to spoil them and send them back home. To, you know, <laughs> that's right. <so. laughs> I'd be
0: interested to see where they are on that priority list now <laughs> compared to the boys. Yeah, they're above them. Yeah, they, they have fallen from passed. second place, yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, oh, that's uh, cool. yeah,
1: it's a lot of fun, the Tom, you know. and yeah. Then we have our Tom back. So That's cool. Yeah, some
0: right on well yep. guys thank y'all so much for making space to be here love y'all always blessed by the time we have together so appreciate you making uh, the space in your life to be here and I know, sure you thank you we enjoyed, we enjoyed it thank
1: uh-huh.
0: you alright so Beth and Kenny Ford have left Main Street Bill thanks again for hosting yeah man
2: this was fun nice change of scenery and cozy
0: very cozy. And Christmassy. Well done. Thank you. You're one of those early to decorate guys. Oh, we usually decorate in mid-October. Hmm. So we started a little bit later this year, but... No, it's very nice. I'm very glad that uh, Beth and Kenny came on here, especially after I broke his... Golf club? Did he tell you that story?
1: Uh No. What's yes. What's
0: the story? Uh, he took me golfing, and I broke the driver or one of those clubs when I was swinging. You got so mad and you like hit it against? No, the golf I literally part. was just trying to hit the ball. Oh, you're off the, to the tee, and I think I hit the ground instead, and in the head of the club went further than the ball. Or yeah, yeah, I think it did. How far was it was go? I don't remember. I don't remember, but uh, very generous, very gracious, very forgiving. Uh, I think Kenny covered the whole cost, got him another club, and it's good. Came on the podcast, him and Beth, both fantastic people.
1: Very fantastic people.
0: Um, Hey, if you're still listening, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, uh, we are so glad that you chose to spend time with us today. Um, if you've not checked us out on our different social media platforms, please do so. Um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have a website, Perigopodcast.com. We also um, have an email list that you can subscribe to. And if you've not checked us out on iTunes and giving us a five-star rating, please do that. That helps all the different folks out there um, find us quicker and learn more about the amazing people that live here in Paragould. So as always, thanks so much for listening. Until next time.